money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Yahoo! I know. You're looking a little tired. You're looking rosy, no, but your eyes look tired. Are you really ready to talk I'm money? I'm ready to talk money. Right. I am. You just told everybody who can't see the video <laughs> that I look old and tired. Well, they so can go to the video now because we I have it, we have the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like that's a new thing. Oh yeah, I guess this, we should. We haven't talked we haven't about really it at all in September. That. So we're on YouTube. Let's new, talk new, money. New, yes, let's. You know, uh, I, I, we haven't. This is. I think this is what we call a soft launch, right? This is. <laughs> so we're so. It's we're the so, end of the month. We've like, been doing this for weeks, but yes, we're on our. So places to find more, uh, the let's talk money podcast are more than enough.ca chri.ca and not, not mine.ca mine. those places of course have the the player right there you just hit play they've got great search engines you can search different topics or different uh, uh guests that we've had and um as well of course if you have it on a podcasting depending on your podcasting platform may not have as great a search engine or or whatever but the reality is is podcast uh, wherever you are for not on your podcast feel free to send us a note at info at more than enough and we'll get on your podcasting platform and we're on youtube yeah do you know what the channel's called i bet you you don't let's talk money yeah with dave and reb yes. there's another guy that has let's talk money so you have to put dave and reb in the let's talk search. money with dave and reb yeah. um and if you search it enough times it will be the first one yes. that you search yes, you know yes, but yes. the good. uh so feel free to check us out on youtube you know like subscribe to the channel do all those great things um and you can always comment there on the youtube channel um because well that's another place where we can connect and, and reach out yeah together, chri so. and will are producer has been amazing awesome. so yeah a little shout so, out to chri yeah. so 99.1 if you're on so does this mean i get I a Heart do Radio. i get a do i get a wardrobe uh in our spending plan budget thing no do i get a wardrobe no. you line look great you look great <laughs> i'm trying ladies you, you, i'm trying look, to get him to give me money for clothes uh, but you know anyway so, i know i have a lot of nice clothes i yes, just yeah i do and you're beautiful oh thank you very much well okay after all of that five that's, minutes that's in, the long intro oh my goodness okay we're talking about we're talking about money. money. Well, yes. we're actually talking about a specific scripture that inspired me. And um, if you know David and I at all, you know that on Sunday mornings we take hot tub time because we do have a little hot tub in our backyard. It's our de-stressor. But we go there and we talk about all kinds of things. And this came up one morning because I just read the story and seen things I had not seen before. And it's the story of the rich young ruler in Mark 10. And it says this, now, as he was going out on the road, one came running. So Jesus was going on the road. Someone came running, knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, don't commit adultery, don't murder, don't steal, don't bear false witness, don't defraud, honor your father and mother. And he answered and said to him, teacher, all things I have kept from my youth. 
wow, that like I I challenge him right there. But Jesus doesn't. Then Jesus looking at him, <laughs> I know he doesn't. He does a different Maybe thing. Maybe he did. Okay, but listen what he challenges him with. Then Jesus looking at him loved him. Mm-hmm. I just okay. Anyway, I we could just stop there and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Take up your cross and follow me. But he was sad at these words and went away sorrowful because he had great possessions. Mm. Then Jesus looked around at his disciples, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. And Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there, was n- there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and ch- children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Mm. I mean, you guys should go read all of Mark 10 because then it goes into the story of the two brothers, the two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, is it the day? I'm going to say days of thunder. Are those the brothers of thunder? The two of them who are like arguing over who's going to sit at the right hand of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then all the disciples get mad. And then he further affirms, like, you got to serve one another to be great in my kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, There's so much in this passage and so exciting. Why did I bring it up? Because, I mean, number one, I did not realize that the rich young ruler who we, that's what we call him in Christian circles, came running toward Mm. him and knelt at his feet first. So I think, I mean, there's a, you know, it's amazing the, the, um, I see this rich young ruler as a very passionate, a very determined, a very kind of self-aware, self-controlled person. And and the reason for that is is part of what you said. You know, he recognizes Christ, and he recognizes Christ as the person who can answer the question that is burning in his heart. Which is which is how do I how do I get eternal life? Right. right? I, I you know, and, and then we, we hear the story and we realize that he, he's been doing all of the, the law of the Lord his entire life faithfully. And he, he literally says out loud, which I don't know if I would say it out loud, but he says out loud, I've done oh it yeah, I've, I've done all of the, I, I've followed all of the commands exactly the way that they should be followed for my, since I was a, a young child. 
And I'm thinking, now here's a guy, and I can, uh, again, I in my own mind, I'm picturing that determined, um, you know, not going to buy into what his yeah. friends are saying about, oh, let's just do that and not cheating on his taxes, like, you know, like all of those things. Righteous guy going, I want to honor the Lord because I have this desire to spend eternity with him. And then I realize that all of the stuff that I've done, all of the wealth that I have, all of the resources that have happened to me in my life, because God has blessed him. It's, it is God that produces the ability yeah, to, to create wealth. wealth. If someone's wealthy, then God is involved in that, especially right. someone who is saying, I'm doing all of this to honor the Lord. And he knows there's still a question in his heart. You know, it's interesting because we obviously... There's so much new thoughts in what you just said, because I've always thought, oh, this guy was just serving money the whole time. But his actions of running toward Jesus, kneeling at his feet, and then saying, you know, I've done all of this. He has lived a life according to what he said. I, I guess I've always come to this story a little skeptical of what he said, because <laughs> I'm like, really? You, like, okay, maybe you haven't murdered. You haven't committed adultery. Great. You've kept most of the Ten Commandments. Wonderful. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't, Jesus doesn't mention coveting, well, which you, is also one of the Ten Commandments. And coveting is a big money possessions thing. So, he doesn't le- put that one in there. But coveting can lead to adultery, defrauding your neighbor, stealing, murder. You know, it can lead to those things. Anyway, that's a whole other teaching that we do it more than enough. But what I find, so now I'm like, oh, this guy might be a little different than I thought he was. And if he's living a life to honor God and he throws himself at Jesus' feet, you you said to me the other day, maybe he was dissatisfied mm-hmm. with his life and he's checking all the boxes. And I guess our question to listeners and to ourselves today is, you know- I can identify with that wholeheartedly, you know, having grown up in the church and having, you know, you, you, you check the boxes because you want to honor the Lord. Uh, but, but that I can also feel his, his, there's gotta be, there's more. gotta be more. Like, is this it? Like, really? Is this it? Um, is this what it is? And, and Jesus puts his finger on it and says, you know what? Um, there's, there, there's, there's one thing that, is really stopping you from answering the question that's on your heart. And that is, you don't trust me. You don't fully trust God. And, you know, here's what I, when, when reading those verses over, my brain flips to the parable where, uh, of the, um, uh, of the treasure where the man, you know, is buried treasure in a field. He sells everything that he has to get that treasure. And then the other one is the pearl. And he gives, you know, he sells everything to attain that pearl, right? And there's a third, and I can't think of it right now. But the, the, those three scenes that Jesus teaches on about the kingdom of heaven, that's exactly what he's talking about here. He's saying, listen, you're not quite at the point where A, if you sell everything that you have, you trust the Lord that he will actually supply. And Jesus says that later on in the passage you wrote. He says, you can trust me that God will will supply all that you need in this life and the next, right? But does he see the kingdom of God 
as that treasure that he would sell everything that he has to attain it. And that's what Jesus is saying in those other passages is, is, is he saying that's what we need to do. We need to have such a, a, um, a hunger and a passion for the kingdom of God, a vision for what the kingdom of God looks like that we'll sell all of our worldly possessions to get it. And boy, that, I mean, that's huge. I mean, I, 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 I know I'm supposed to speak and have words, but I'm all these things are going through my head. And I, I'm reading that line. He was sad at his mm -hmm. word and went away sorrowful. Here he runs to Christ wanting an answer. Mm -hmm. And he gets an answer that he doesn't want to hear because it means change. It means like well, and, that, and it highlights it does, again the, the the reality that we are all in, in that we live in this world, and we see our possessions and our stuff and our wealth and all of that, and and we see that as the blessing of the Lord, and yet on the other hand, it, it's a barrier to relationship with Him. Well, you think about what you just said. In the Old Testament context, that's what they lit. They, they, the context of the teaching, you know, I will bless you. You're going to have abundance. You're going to have the land of milk and honey. And there was that narrative the whole way through. And then Jesus comes to the earth, doesn't own anything, doesn't have a place to lay his head because the, the, some people come and say, well, we'll follow you. Well, you know, the foxes have holes and the, the other animal has dens. I can't remember, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. And like, he didn't, he just let, he didn't, he didn't own it because it was all his mm -hmm. and it's all the father's. And I think that's a huge piece to this, which David, I'm still, I think that's what brings me to tears because he walks away sad mm -hmm. because, because he can't say yes yet. You know, I wonder if he did say yes. I, I have my imagination and I think I want these thoughts. He could not have left Christ unless he had a super hard heart, never thinking about those words again. If we know anything about God's spirit, he comes after us and he keeps after us. Even, you know, not just to find the lost sheep. Mm. Not just to restore and give us all this comfort, but he comes after us with truth. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that truth is like a pinprick. Sometimes it's like a knife. Sometimes it's like you just laid me open on the surgical table and I don't know if I can handle the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's that old. Hey, don't even go there. <laughs> my kids, you can't handle the truth. You know, and Jesus doesn't say, you can't handle it. He doesn't come like that. He comes to this man and says, you know, I love you. Well, one thing you're lacking, you got great possessions, sell it all. Sell it all, give it to the poor. So this is the other piece. And then I thought that's all he said, you know. Mm. I, I Somehow in my head, this story has gotten translated, well, sell it all, give it to the poor, and, end of story. But then he says, take up your cross and follow me. Mm. You know, follow me. It doesn't say, you know, he doesn't even know. I mean, this is the adventure part of following God. So what if he sold it all and followed Christ? Maybe he'd still give him the ability to create wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, he's. A, it sounds to me like he's a smart business guy. You don't just create, you don't just have wealth. I mean, unless it's passed down to you, but you have wealth because you've been smart with your money. You, God's given them that ability. Who's to say that this 
that he didn't create him for such a time as this. And now he's filled with sorrow. Instead of seeing the bigger picture of what God has in store and the kingdom story, like you've just been saying, I, I, I keep thinking we live according to our own small story. Mm-hmm. And God is continually inviting well, and, us and, in. And, and again, I was just going to say, God's always uh, confronting us on the one hand with our own appetites, our own longings, mm-hmm. our own self-sufficiency, our, um, you know, our own selfishness, not that we maybe even identify that as selfishness, uh, when God is saying, listen, you know, again, the kingdom of God, the way that it works is is, is that we can t- come to the Father and say, you know, as we have, if you're, if you're a Christian, you're listening to this podcast, you've at some point in your life said, my, all of my life is yours, Christ. We've submitted to to that, uh, I'm going to say, promise that we make to the Father about, yes, Jesus is the Son of God. He is the one who came to restore and redeem us Mm -hmm. into the the right relationship with God. And now, we are, you and I right now are in practically trying to figure out, so what does that look like? Because I've been taking my cues not necessarily from Christ alone, uh, not necessarily right. from, I'm taking my cues from, you know, the environment around me, my upbringing, like all of these things. And so in a lot of ways, this is what Jesus is doing with the rich young ruler is he's saying, you know, great, you've, you know, you're coming to me and you're saying, I want to spend eternity with you. I want to spend eternity with God. That's what. That's the question that's on his heart because he knows he's not there yet. And Jesus says, "Yep, it again. It's your self sufficiency. It's yourself. Uh, you know, it's your self comfort. It's it's even your your own pride in the giving that you may be doing. He may be, you know, he may be have giving as part of his his deal. And Jesus is saying, "No, no, no. Um, God's way is is." is a hundred percent and that doesn't mean living in poverty that doesn't mean again we don't have this definition from jesus in this passage of what it means to follow him we but we can put other passages together and see that following him following jesus is in fact you know that that day by day step by step relationship with the with the father as to what do i do today mm-hmm. and uh, again we know that the old testament story is is a movement from slavery egypt to the promised land and the possession of the promised land which was a good place so again in relationship with the father and relationship with christ we know that he's bringing us from a place where we may be enslaved to a place of freedom and 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 it's a treasure that is worth it worth all of our earthly possessions to take it's a treasure that 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 is worth it and i think that's what jesus is saying to the the young man he's saying listen you've done it all but there there's this earthly treasure that's stopping you from experiencing the eternal treasure that you really do want that's what you asked me about so here is a quote i uh if you're watching today i i went and picked up dave's phone because we have a devotional app called mm-hmm. lectio 365 and this morning when i was listening to it he the writer of the devotional 
quotes the 16th century English philosopher, Sir Francis Bacon, who is also Chancellor of the Exchequer, and he said this, If money be not thy servant, it will be thy master. The covetous man cannot so properly be said to possess wealth as that may be said to possess him. In other words, if there is anything, so this is what the writer of the mm-hmm. devotional says, if there is anything in my life which I cannot relinquish, my house, my career, my car, I am not free. Mm-hmm. Instead of owning that object, it has somehow come to own me. What might it mean today for me to give back to God all that belongs to him? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a, I, that's, I, can't, I think that's know, the question that the rich young ruler yes. is asking. And maybe that's the question that we're asking in, in, again, what does that, and you can read that just so I don't misquote them, and you have it right there, but yes. you know, what does it mean to say, like the rich young ruler, you know, what, what can I do to gain eternal life? Yeah, I, and what is he saying, what is he saying to all of us? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. what is what is he... What would you give up to do that? What would you do to do that? And, and again, in, in the context of, of this passage with the rich young ruler, you know, the rich young ruler is saying, yeah, yeah, like, I've been working at this. I've been yeah. working at it. If, it. if if money be not your servant, mm-hmm. then it's your master. Mm-hmm. I, Francis Bacon doesn't give... Uh, there's no gray area. Mm-hmm. There's no fence between the black or white. It's like Jesus saying, you know, you cannot serve God and mammon. Mm. Therefore, don't lay up for your treasures here on earth where (laughs) moth and rust destroy or where thieves break in and steal. But lay for yourselves treasure in heaven for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. For you cannot serve God and mammon, for either you will be loyal to the one and hate the other, or you will love the one and despise the other. Mm-hmm. He also said, you cannot, it's one or the other. Yeah. And in this story that and, I and, think... And, I you think, know, I do want to take the little little side note that, that say that we're not villainizing money or we're not, uh, we're not villainizing wealth. The, the, the question is, is, is Anything that comes between you and your relationship with God um, is, is on that table. Uh, I mean, you know, again, that may be, it, it, you know, when we're talking about money, it may be that, you know, in a sense, the 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 interaction with money, even the acknowledgement that, you know what, I, I got a really bad money story from my past, um, and I have no idea what that means to to how to to work on my money story to to change it and to come you know to think about money and possessions and all that in a way that's godly this this may be just simply a an acknowledgement that way um and that whether you have plenty or whether you have not enough that i same conversation is is that you know i my relationship with money is not consistent with my relationship with god um so if you're listening to this story today and you're thinking you're not satisfied, maybe you have great possessions, maybe you're not struggling with debt, um, but it doesn't mean it's not your master. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't have to be money like Dave said. It could be, I was thinking about hockey, uh, hockey season and everyone who loves watching the NHL or going to hockey games or whatever or playing and it's 
this, you know, and you're a Christ any follower. Sport. You're and, Canadian, any, I know. Hockey I know, is the one. Ho- but well, no. hockey, because I love hockey. Yeah. I like, um, you know, anyway, I grew up with it. So, you know, is that is that taking my time? Is that distracting me from the kingdom of God and what God's asking me to do with the resource of time that I have? And it, it can be anything. I just threw hockey out there. It can be anything. But, you know, can you picture yourself running to Jesus this morning, kneeling at his feet and saying, what must I do? Because I'm not satisfied with the life I'm living. And, and then wait and hear what he says to you. Um, maybe you have insecurities inside of you. Maybe you're just tired out. Mm. Maybe this season of COVID has just done a number on you in so many ways. I was talking to a lady, um, just met her the last few weeks, and she lost six people, including her husband, in 2022. Unrelate, no, 2021, unrelated to COVID. Nobody died from COVID. They die mm-hmm. six family members in a year. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot, including your husband. Like I, I'm just like. So what is she doing with her time? She volunteers at our local community service organization in the community where we live. And I'm like, she goes, I've got to, I've got to. And she goes, <laughs> she said to me, she goes, I can hear my deceased father saying, "Get off that pity pot mm-hmm. and go do something good," you know. So she, that's where she's. You know, I look at her and I think she's. She's investing in a way because she has to. And what happened to that rich young ruler? I like to think that he went home and was ruminating about what Jesus said. And he looks over at something that he really loves. And he gets a ting and says, you know what? I'm going to go give that to my neighbor because when she was here, she really liked it. And he walks over and gives it to her. And slowly he starts relinquishing his possessions. I like to think that that's how the story ends. We don't know, but I like, because you know why? Because that's how it happens for me. Sure. I The Lord has pinpointed my love of stuff over the years. And I intentionally say, what can I give away that I love, Lord? so that it releases its hold on me, so that it is no longer my master or uh, I'm not a servant of that thing or the money, and I'm still learning. I think that's why the story is so beautiful to me, mm-hmm. because in his grace, he keeps nudging me and, and confronting me. Do you love that thing more? I know we bought, the for the first time ever last year, brand-new car for me, ever, brand-new car, and it was so exciting, but I got in and that whole first 24 hours, 48 hours, I just kept giving it back to Jesus. So when my son wants to drive it all the time or someone wants to borrow it, that was the first exercise. Dave says, I think we should lend our car out to so-and-so. And I'm like, yes, because it's not my car. Hmm. So that was even and though if, I, I really love that little to, car. If you want to hear another story and I'll, we'll just wrap up here because we only have a few minutes. What chapter in your book talks about the sweater, the sweater oh, chapter? Oh, yeah, the sweater uh, chapter. Maybe, maybe yeah. Rebel, uh, if you haven't read Reb's book, little plug for uh, Reb's book called Cultivating Trust, Finding Hope and Freedom in Your Finances. And the, there is a story that, that we go back to often because it is the story of, of Reb investing in, uh, in a sweater. And I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to ruin <laughs> it. Any, if you don't have the book, then uh, you can get it at morethanenoughbooks.com or if you want to listen to uh, the audio book is there anyways. You can, a uh, little plug for the book uh, here at the end. Reb, why don't you just pray for a second? 
Yeah, because I can't find the. I have the book in my hand and I can't find it. Lord, thank you so much that you are, I love that your mercies are new every morning so we can wake up and hear you speak to us and struggle with the word confronting us. But we can also say, God, help me choose you and serve you most. Lord, it starts there. Help me want to serve you most. Lord, as listeners, help us want to serve you most and and be operating in the kingdom economy of what you have for our lives and not our own way. Lord, we thank you for how you teach us and guide us through your word, like the story of the rich young ruler. And we thank you. And I pray that that my ending for his story is what actually happened, that he started releasing his stuff to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for the conversation. It's been a blast and a little bit hard. Join (laughs) us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.